Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We're going to have fun with our next guest. It's 133 in Edmonton. Bob Stauffer with you. Royal Pizza, pizza past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stauffer recommendation, the Mediterranean chicken. Uh, Brendan Escott likes the Texan. The meat lovers is also really good. Though our next guest, George LaRock, would probably want the vegetarian. George LaRock is our Oilers now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Big man, Edmonton sporting icon, George LaRock. How you doing, George? Awesome, Bob. How's everything on your side? Well, we got in late last night. Uh, the team's 2-9-2 and two after a 16-5 and five start. And I get a text out of the blue halfway through the Ranger. I think it was during the Ranger game. And you text me and said, Bob, what have I been saying to you for the last two years? What do the Oilers need? So, George, the floor is yours. Take it, my man. Well, you know, you know, and, and, and I hate always going back to the same thing. And then, you know, it's funny how a recent incident has to happen with they sit there throwing the goalies under the bus about the fact that his goaltending wasn't good. And then you got Koskinen replying that, you know, team only scored seven goals last his game. The thing is, I know he's talking about one of the games the Oilers lost, but it's been a problem for years. Ever since the Oilers lost to Chicago in the playoff, the big upset where you saw uh, Chicago had no goalie, but the Oilers, even with six goals, they couldn't win the game. I thought that after that time, Yoller was going to address this problem because it doesn't matter what good of a player you have. If you look at last year, the final four teams that were there, look at the goalies, people that were net. They were all Vizina winners. It's like now in the NHL with how good like the, 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 the game is, how much faster it is, you need a good goalie to win. Mike Smith, it is impressive that he's staying in shape and at his age, he could still be a goalie. But come on. How could you be relying on, on, on Mike Smith and on Koskinen? That was a mistake from Charlie, and now he's there. And then at the beginning of the season, like, the team was fine. But again, teams are always adjusting. And it's not because the team was fine that all of a sudden the goalie situation was, you know, was solved because, you know, they were playing better than what we used to before. What we're seeing now is what we've been seeing for the last two years. You know, like, and, and it's tough because... As good of the players and like this team has forward and to score goals, you know, and you guys should know that every time a goalie lets a bad goal in, it kills, it, it kills it like a team. It kills the bench. It, it takes all the energy away because you're like, here we go again. We have to work so hard to score, and the goalies cannot do the job. And they, they're nice guys. I have nothing personal against Kostkin and Smith, but the others, they have to win the Stanley Cup right now. Mick David and Drysaddle, they're in their prime, just like. Justin Taze was with uh, Patrick Kane. What they did, they win cups. Crosby was with, with Malkin. They were in their prime. They won cups. Now McDavid and Dreisaitl is in their prime. So what are we doing to help them? We give them a forward, like Hyman, 
Give them as many forward as you want, you know, to be playing with them, and they're going to be all right defensively. But defensively, if you don't address the goaltending situation, it's not going to happen. The last time the goalie got a goaltending, it was Dwayne Wilson who made it to the Stanley Cup final. We should have won it. It makes a big difference. Goalie are so important. And I know we lost to the Markstrom to the Flames, and then and, and it helped the Flames tremendously how Markstrom is playing now. But you know what? This has to be top priority for it. And I know now we're talking about kind of like, like uh, firing Tippett. Even if we do that, and, and, and let's say Backhart, which I have tremendous respect for him because he's won in the past. If he comes in, what is he going to do? He's going to go in net. Doesn't matter who you bring in. <laughs> Bringing Scotty Bowman in his prime as a coach. What is he going to do? Man, if you look in net, the problem is there. You have to address it. You have to find a way. Uh, like Alan, you know, that's his job. That's what he has to do. We all know it. So, and I said it all the time the Oilers are one good goalie away of winning the cup. I want the Oilers to win the cup. What I don't want to happen is the team to wait for too long until McDavid and Drysola are no longer in their prime. And then we're going to look back and say, we should have done this, we shouldn't have done that. And nothing was done and nothing was addressed in that department. George, you got the passion that a lot of the fans have as well. George LaRock joining us. And, you know, Mike Smith started that playing series against Chicago coming out of the bubble or going into the bubble, coming off an extended break. Uh, had a f- tough first game. Koskinen went in there. The only game Edmonton won. They scored six goals in game two with Koskinen. Then against Winnipeg last year in the playoffs, Connor Hellebuck had a 950 save percentage. People forget that. 950 save percentage in four games. Smith wasn't bad, but he wasn't 950. Um, Koskinen, you know, uh, a lot of the fans, George, think that people are too... Some fans are done with Koskinen and others think that the fan base has been too hard on them or the media has been too hard on them. You mentioned that Dave Tippett got frustrated. Tipp said that it was specific to the first goal against. The Oilers have given up George the first goal against in 21 of the last 25 games. As a player, how would you feel about a goaltender? Uh, I mean, and he said, look, I, I didn't appreciate what happened. I didn't appreciate what Dave said publicly. Um, I got to play better. Koskinen acknowledged that. But he also said the team only scored seven goals in six games. As a skater, how would you react to your goaltender saying that? Okay, to be honest with you, and I'm going to give you the brutal honesty about this one, okay? So everybody can understand that. I want to talk to everyone that thinks the media has been too hard in Koskinen and on people thinking that, you know, the coach was wrong to put under the bus. Uh, it's fine that Koskinen want to say that the team only scores seven goals in the last game. But hi, how have you been the last two years? Like, the thing is, is that if he wants to say that, oh, in this recent, like, recently, the Oilers have scored many goals. Uh, as I know, uh, you've had many chances before to show you a true number one, and you haven't taken that chance. And that's the thing, is that the problem is not just in those last couple of games. It's been going on for years with him. Like, Koskinen is not a number one goalie. He's a backup at best. And right now with Smith hurt, and even Smith, Smith is not a number, they have two number two right now. But the others, this team is not like built to make the playoffs. They're built to win the cup. That's what they're supposed to do. And without a good goalie, they're not going to do so. So that's why, and I said it to you a couple of weeks ago on your show, Bob, you got to go after Carey Price. You have no choice. Price doesn't want to play in Edmonton, uh, in Montreal anymore. He wants to go back out west, have a chance to win the cup. Montreal's going to retain half of his salary. 
make them take Koskinen, that salary, take price, next four years at $4 million, give them a first-round pick and somebody else, find a way to get Price to go there because Price has a no-move clause. So the Canadians, they have no leverage. So wherever he wants to go, they're going to have to train him there, even if they don't have as much as they want to. But if they keep half their salary, because Montreal could afford it, because they're going to be rebuilding, and Gallagher wants to go, Petrie wants to go, Cherat is going to run. With all these guys gone, they could afford to take uh, Price half salary for the next four years. And I'm telling you, Bob, at $5 million Price in the market, you know how much it'd be worth? Colorado is going to be interested because they know if they take Price, they're going to win the Cup. Edmonton, if they take him, they're going to win the Cup. And you don't want Price to go to a competitor. You're going to have to beat in a playoff because as much as Price has been hurt for regular season, the last two years in a playoff, he's geared up to play in a playoff. He wants to win. And that's where he's going to shine. And I think, and I'm serious when I say that, if the others find a way to go get him, they win the Cup. All right, George. Carey Price, represented by Edmonton's Jerry Johansson, has four more years after this year at a $10.5 million cap hit. He'll be 35 next season. Uh, so if, if your theory is right that the Canadians would eat half the salary, that would knock it down to 5.25. Now, we do need to remember Montreal hosts, at least right now, they're hosting, who knows, with COVID. I mean, George, you're, I th- are you in Edmonton right now? You're not in Montreal, yeah. are you? I, I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm in Edmonton in a minus 30, which I love. I'm at the rec room right now. My twins are playing uh, arcade. I wanted to come and do the show live with you, but I know because of COVID, we couldn't. But no, I'm in town. I've been in here for a week. And uh, yeah, but I wish I was. Well, I, right I, I mean, I, I, and I mentioned the draft, George, because I'm hoping we have the draft in Montreal. But I know this, if the Canadians draft or trade Carey Price, they're getting another first-round pick for the draft that they're hosting in Montreal. I, I do, you know, I mean, I, the guy would be 35. Are you concerned at all with his injuries that he's had? And, you know, right now he is not uh, He's not in the NHL. He's 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 in the, uh, what do they officially call that, the NHL Player Assistance Program. No, not anymore. Uh, are you no, concerned not, at all that not, he could regain his form okay. quickly? Okay, so, so first of all, everybody think about that, okay? Kerry was struggling with some substance while he was playing. How good was he? How good was he with that substance? Now that he went in that program and he's home and he's resting, you know how good it's going to be now that he's cleared of it? If you could be that good in the last two playoffs, you could be unreal and he had a problem. Imagine how good he's going to be when he's cleared. And imagine how good he's going to be when he's going to play with a team that he has the chance to win the Cup. Because Kerry Price doesn't want to be like Luongo, having a great long career without having won anything, but being a really good goalie that never have a chance to do so. With Montreal, he knows it's not going to happen. The thing is with Montreal, the draft in Montreal uh, this, uh, this year, Montreal, they want first picks. They have one already. They know they're going to have one for Cherith. They know if they trade for Price, they could have another one. And, you know, there's possibly other guys they could trade to have a first-round pick. They could have potentially three or four-round pick next year, which a lot of pressure on Gorton to pick the guys that's going to replace uh, the head scout guys because it's going to be a big decision to make in this draft. But, again, price at half a million. Price cannot play no longer 60 games in regular season. We all know that because of his health. But you know what? If you join a team like Colorado, Edmonton, and those teams, you don't need him to play. You don't need him to play 60 games. You need him to play maybe half. Half you give half to Price. Half on a goalie. So when playoff time comes, he's fresh. 
Because, look, how he's playing the last two playoffs. That goalie is so good that if he's rested in the playoffs, man, it's, not, it's, it's like another defenseman out there for the others because he can play with the puck, he's going to make the stop, and then it's not going to put as much pressure with the defenseman. Donnell Nurse is an amazing offensive defenseman, but if he has to stay back all the time and block shots because the goalie doesn't do the job, it doesn't give him justice. It's not, it doesn't give justice to the D-man in, in Edmonton if they are tightened up defensively because the goalie cannot stop a beach ball. And that makes a big difference. And that's why the Oilers have no choice because you know what? You can't take a chance because if you don't want Price, you know Price is going somewhere else. Price is going out west because he live out west. So he's going to a team that you have to beat to make it to the Stanley Cup final. So what do you want? Do you want Price on your team or you want to face him? You know, and that's why, because I'm telling you, Bob, if the Oilers don't go for him, he's going to Colorado. And if he goes there with the team that they have, they're not even going to be playoff this year. They're going to give him the cup right away. And that's why, <laughs> like, I'm... Well, uh, it be- was that? Yeah. It happened before, right, when Patty Wall went to Colorado for Montreal. Yeah, that's why, in terms of history, a lot of people are thinking that that's where he was going to go. But, you know, Price is so close to Edmonton. He's siding with the uh, First Nation, and there's a lot of those fans that are in Edmonton. They always get a special section to go and cheer for him. It would be magical for him to go there. And I'm telling you, if you always are in a discussion to get him, I will call Price personally, and I will convince him to go to Edmonton because he could win a cup there and stuff. And it would be unbelievable, and, and, and it would be crazy. You know, the fans would be so excited because they know they would have it now a chance to win. But, but Bob... Even with the crazy start that the others had this year and the goalie that was playing so far, um, even if we made it to the playoff, there's no way with Koskinen and Smith that the others are going to go anywhere in the playoff. They're going to lose again because they're not just good enough. They're good enough to help the team make the playoff. But what do you, what do you think people want in Edmonton? They don't want to just want to see a team that makes the playoff. They want to win the cup. And now you have the players to do so. You didn't win and get Zach Hyman just so McDavid could have a, a winger to play with. You got him because when crunch time comes in the playoff, you know, it could make the difference that he could win. But with those two goalies, there's absolutely no chance. And I don't know how many people in the staff are going to lose their job before, before we actually make the change because I believe Tippett is an excellent coach. You cannot stop the puck. And if he threw the goalie under the bus, one thing I could guarantee you guys is that there's many other times he wanted to do so, but it's a culture in hockey that you never do. You never throw your goalie under the bus, even if it's true, even if it's, like, justifiable. But now he just couldn't, couldn't take it anymore, and he did. But, man, I hope we're going to address this because it's going to make a big difference. All right, George. In the short term, before you can execute the trade, the guy that's got the best save percentage of the three goalies so far this season is Stuart Skinner. He's 23. He's a drafted and developed prospect. You know the orders. Would you contact? He's at 916 on the year. He's in the last 13 games. He's got the only two wins. Uh, barring a trade, would you contemplate bringing him back up and going with a, an internal younger candidate? Well, again, um, Skinner is good for the future. Um, if you bring a veteran that is there, it could be ba- the backup for him and stuff. Because Smith is done. Koskinen, you have to try to dump his salary and to try to. Because again, you know, Koskinen, you can't keep that money in there. If you want a, a guy like Bryce, let's say, for five years, the next five, four years, is a million, you need to dump a salary. And you got to make sure that, again, if you dump Koskinen, you might have to give a little bit more. But again, you want to build for the future because your team is young and you do need a goalie in case, like, Price cannot 
like let's say the regular season. I wouldn't even be surprised if maybe some years he might just play 25 games, you know, because of his health. But come playoff time, um, you know, it's a different game, and I know that he's healthy enough to play all those games and make a big difference. That's what he wants. Now Price is going to be like Claude Lemieux. He's going to be a playoff guy, not a regular season guy. When playoff guy came, playoff time came, Claude Lemieux was one of the best. And Price is going to be the same, and he proved it the last two years in the playoff, and that's why I think that it, it should make a big difference. But you're right. Like, you look at Skinner, a young guy that is doing better than the two veterans, that shows you right there the biggest problem. George, you got to listen to some text. We got, we're going to bang off some text. We don't normally do this with our guests. Uh, this text comes in saying, George saved an average show today. I'm sold. Let's get George. Stoff, George LaRock for the Hall of Fame. That's from a different texture. Uh, Zen says, George is so passionate about the Oilers. I think he's right regarding price. Uh, this texter out of Edmonton says, George is an idiot. Now, George, you should know I get called an idiot on a fairly regular basis, so don't take it personally. Oh, oh no, no. Listen, I'm on radio every day, and I'm like you. I, 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 I'm used to get called anything and even things worse than that. But you know what? That's what brings the passion of people. You're in Canada. People are passionate about their hockey. They love to yeah. come in. And that's why it makes it so special to play for a Canadian team. That's why it makes it so special to play for the others because people are passionate. People have different opinions, and it's awesome. And also people are fed up. They, they want to win. So I totally understand it, and I have no problem with it, Bob. And, and, and you know, and it's also fun. Oh, Bob, another thing I wanted to add. Uh, also, there's a big charity thing that we, 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 I, I want to do with my friend, you know, Mike Shire, that you know. Um, yeah. I want to do a, a big thing today for homeless people because I know it's really cold right now. Everybody that have like warm clothes, uh, clothes, clothing to give and stuff. If you go to my friend's uh, restaurant called Soho, at the entrance there's big bins to collect warm clothing, and we're gonna go today and tomorrow to distribute uh, warm clothing to homeless people. So if you could come pick up stuff and drop it there, anything you have, because it's so cold and we love. And the, re- the restaurant's called Soho, George. So- Soho on uh, Jasper Avenue. And, uh, I'm, and then we're going to pick up all this stuff to give to homeless people because it's so cold that I think it's important that as a Mentonian that we help uh, our neighbors, one another. So it'd be awesome if people brought up, bring a lot of stuff at the entrance and uh, we'll, we'll give it out to homeless people who help them out. Anything warm you have because it's important to be making a difference. And Edmonton is always a, a place of community help that people are always there for one another. They make a difference. You guys are so generous. And uh, we could be making a difference because with the minus 30 that are there, know that there's some people outside that are freezing to death and we could all be making a difference as you help them out. Okay, George, two final texts and then we got to cut you loose. George is 150%. Love you, George. That one comes in. Uh, you can text us in it. George should be the Oilers PR guy. <laughs> uh, again, you can text us at any time. Well, there's one thing that? I want to say. What the, the one thing that we love the most is to come back and work with the others organization. So if they ever called me PR, charity work, or anything to be a full-time member of their staff, it'd be an honor for me because my All twins right. live in Edmonton. I love the city. I love the team. And I love what you do, Bob, and I love our connection. I, can, I would have never thought when you were ripping me back in the days, I was playing with the oldest because you thought I wasn't, <laughs> I I wasn't you savage. I wasn't savage enough for you. That now we're becoming good friends, and I'm weekly on your radio show. That's crazy. I would have never thought so, man. But I guess oh, it's since, a small I, world, George. Since, hey, ever since I give you a hope and I said that's when we became big friends. I hit you once. You understood. 
And then you're like, if you can't beat them, join them. You join me. We became friends. You never ripped me again. And now see, the relationship that we have, how good life is. <laughs> oh, George, you're a beauty. Oh, Thanks so, for doing the show, my man. Good luck with your uh, charity event with Soho and Jasper Ave, okay? Awesome Thank stuff, you, George. Thanks a lot. That is George LaRock joining us. He's our Oilers now headliner for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. We're going to marry right into the final uh, segment here of the show. To this day in Oilers history for New West travel. Looking for a great Oilers road trip. Fly nonstop to Nashville. Flair Airlines. The Oilers are in Nashville in April. Uh... You never know who's going to be showing out at a couple of our events. Might not just be connected to hockey. Might have a little bit of a football connection as well with somebody down in Nashville. Uh, the Oilers uh, now road trip 1750 nonstop flight with Flair Airlines. Call New West Travel. Go online, newwesttravel.com. George LaRock was on the ice in this game going back to 2002. Brendan Escott. Jochen Hecht scores twice and adds two assists as the Oilers defeat the Canadian 7-6 at Skyreach Center, collecting win number 23 on the year. Rem Murray had three helpers, while uh, Ryan and Jason Smith both had a goal and an assist. And the team did not make the playoffs in 2000, 2000, uh, 2001, 2002. Very good five-on-five, five, struggled a bit on the power plate, number two in the league in team defense, and missed the playoffs. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Looking for a great road trip? Fly non-stop to Nashville. Flair Airlines, the Oilers, and the Predators. It's an April trip, just $1,750. Visit uh, newestravel.com. What do we got coming up tomorrow? Uh, Elliot Friedman for, uh, from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Mid-City Construction. I think we're going to work in John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. And uh, we'll reach out to Mark Spector as well. Sportsnet Spec for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta presenting live standard bed racing Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino Post Time 115. Hey, we had an awesome response today from all the texters on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Uh, thank you for taking time to text the show, even if you completely disagreed with me, disagreed with Ken Holland, disagreed with Dave Tippett, agreed with George LaRock, agreed with Louie, agreed with Kevin Weeks, agreed with Brendan Escott. It's part of the beauty of what we do. Hang in there, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge today from 2 to 3, and then the 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jayla and I coming up from 3 to 6. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.